Hey Hawks fans, Luke Bruce here. CJ here. Jarman here. If you love the Hawks, then you need to be connected to the Hawks Insiders. It's got all the latest news, match recaps, interviews and specialised content written by the Hawks fans for the Hawks fans. Make sure you subscribe. Get your daily dose of Hawthorne content into your inbox. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Here from Jarman MP for the Insiders. Hi everyone, Danny Prince here from Hawks Insiders. Welcome to our Peter Crimmins Medal Live X Space. We are so excited to be here repping the Hawks Insiders, getting you guys up close and personal to um, a few Hawthorne superstars. Um, really excited to be joined live on the gold carpet by my co-hosts Darren Levine and Andrew Weiss. Daz, how you going, mate? How are you feeling? Feeling good, Princey. Uh, Hawthorne Night of Nights, uh, some people just starting to trickle in through the red carpet. We've got looking at Max Lynch, Max Lynch in a big cowboy hat for some reason. We may have to ask him about that later. But yeah, really happy to be here. We've got some plays coming through hopefully pretty soon. Yeah, it's, um, it's really starting to build the atmosphere. Uh, I want to apologise in advance for the background noise. Uh, we are right in the thick of it, right next to the gold carpet. Players walking past as we speak. Um, so any sort of background noise uh, we apologise for, but not a lot we can do about it. Um, Andrew Weiss, you are with us as well. Um, welcome to you. Thank you, Prinzi. Good evening, lads. Very, very excited to be here. Yeah, it's great looking out, uh, seeing a number of, well, it's mainly been administrators from the club walking through. We've seen Clinton Young. We've seen our friend Dan Hamer from Commercial, all the comms guys. Uh, everyone has been coming through the gold carpet on their way in to get set for the Palladium. The players should all be here shortly, but really, really looking forward to a celebration of, I think you guys will agree, what was a, a wonderful season to be part of. Absolutely. We've got Myra here as well, but he won't accept my invitation to speak, so uh, we'll keep progressing with the night. Uh, Daz, before we get our first interview, which is during five minutes with uh, the one and only Josh Ward, um, your thoughts on who's going to take home the Peter Crimmins uh, tonight? Oh, I think it's it's got to be Jai, right? I think uh, last year he was probably pipped at the post by Sis, and he's consistently had an incredible year. I think Sis missing those games for suspension will, will cost him tonight, but yeah, tonight for me, it's, it's Jai's night, and then it's a, it's a lottery between Sis and, and, and Will Day and, and Dylan Moore. Yeah, absolutely. We see anything different uh, to add from that? Yeah, I think the Brownlows maybe brought Jai into those sorts of calculations around thinking he's more of a chance. More of a chance is always going to be a strong chance. But for me, leading in, I, I'm thinking even with the games that he missed, uh, he will go back to back. Uh, become a two-time PCM winner. Uh, anyone of our listeners knows how much of a fan I've been of his. So uh, I think it's going to be tight. I think Will Day will make a, uh, an appearance in the top five. I think uh, it would be uh, would be a good chance to see um, some of the some of the lesser like players that we see in previous years, the Blake Hardwicks. We know that this is not a Brownlow. We know that this is not a media award. These are voted by our coaches who watch our players playing their role every week. 
think Carl Amon's a, a good shot to get close to that top five as well. So, yeah, hopefully um, hopefully it's tight. That's what we want, right? We want it to be tight at the top and tense at the end. And, yeah, it should be, should be a good count. Absolutely. Then now we've just we've got more than just the Peter Crimmins uh, medal being decided tonight. We've got uh, most promising, most courageous, most improved, the lethal award, um, does and best clubman as well. Does um, the most most improved and most promising? Who are your, who are your tips for that those awards? Ooh, most improved is an interesting one. It doesn't sound like a typical suggestion, but I think Jars has had a has a had a great year. It's weird to say that a veteran players most improved, but he's had a really consistent year. I think he had a, was carrying an injury last year. So, um, you know, Jars, uh, I think Connor McDonald's in, in with a shout. I don't know how, how do you feel about this one, Princey? Yeah, I've got uh, Connor Nash, actually, as my tip for most improved. I think the way he's taken his game from sort of fringe AFL player to uh, absolute AFL quality midfielder uh, is, is quite a large leap. But I think you can make a case for Will Day. You can make a case for, um, you know, uh, James Warfel returning to his 2019 best. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of players that, because it's such a vague term, most improved, there's a lot of players that can fit that mould depending on what the coaches are looking for. So I think that's a really open field. What about most promising? I think there's probably a few um, front runners, uh, Daz, I would say. Uh, who, who have you got? Who do you like? Oh, there's one front runner and it's Josh Weddle. And I think he's winning that one in a typical Josh Weddle canter. Um, so it's, it's Joshy for me. Cam McKenzie will be up there, but um, Josh Weddle uh, for mine. I think the only question will be, does he go straight up to the podium to collect it or does he dart in between tables, a couple of bounces on the way up? Or Yeah, uh, I think he's a very, very, very good shot. Uh, his impact has been incredible this season. So, yeah, I think that's a fair shout. Weesey, we'll stick with you. Uh, the Best Clubman Award is an award that's uh, coveted in most football clubs. The Hawks are no, no different to everywhere else. Who, who do you think takes it home this year? Well, we're going to be having a chat with, uh, with Sam Frost uh, in a few moments. He's, he's on the list of players that we're going to be talking to. And we know that last year himself and Maury um, racked up uh, some... Uh, some mentions through the club in terms of all of the stuff that they did off field. Um, we we know throughout the course of the season he's actually had quite a few mentions for a lot of the stuff that he does off field. Um, so he'll be right up there for me. Um, I think you know we, we can see um, across the way um, big Maxi Lynch, who is doing a whole host of interviewing for um, for for the Hawthorne website. So that'll obviously be up in the next few days and across socials, and we know what he's like as a character and a clubman uh, across the club, so um, he'd be in with a shout. But the thing I love about this award the most is, you know, as fans, we rate and judge and talk about and discuss everything that we see, what we see on, on field, what we see across media. You know, th- this is the sort of award that actually tells you who are the guys that are part of the fabric of the club. So um, it, it's a really good one to keep an eye on. Daz? 
Oh, I'm a guy to feel good selection, and also because I'm looking at him straight across the room, it's got to be big Maxie Lynch. She's done a lot of coaching work behind the scenes for the AFLW as well, and I think maybe there may be a, a f- ongoing future role there. Uh, does a, does a lot in terms of content, um, just you know the way that he dealt with a career-ending injury, injury and stuck around the club. It's going to be hard to to beat him, and I and I'd love to see him get it. I think it'd be well deserved. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. I, I want to throw uh, Jarman Impey's name in there as well. I think the way that he's carried himself throughout this season, the way that he has the respect of his peers, um, the Indigenous communities and the Indigenous, Indigenous players as well, I think is really, really helpful. So, um, yeah, a few of those guys are all worthy candidates. Now, there's a there's an interesting award we see is the Lethal Award. Do we tip the newly minted um, Lee Matthews wearing number three, Jai Newcomb, to take out the lethal award as well as taking out the, the jersey. Pretty hard to look past him, isn't it? Uh, I mean, we heard when uh, he got the number three and we had the handover about how he embodies everything that lethal uh, represented at the footy club and it's pretty hard to um, see past him. He, he you know... Potentially, if Ash was here, we'd, we'd hear a bit more about the specific on-field similarities with how they play. But he's all heart. He, you know, plays, uh, especially if you ask one certain uh, person in the AFL landscape, well above his ceiling. Uh, he's got so much improvement. Uh, obviously, we love him and, and he embodies everything that lethal represented at the club so I think that's a pretty fair call not sure if either of you guys think there's someone else to throw in does lethal vote on the award is that is that how the lethal award works because I'm not sure of the mechanics or how it's different to the to the main award maybe we'll look that up um, in the in the dead time while we're waiting for some interviews I think we all just sort of turned our backs there right to not have to answer that question Daz uh, we'll do a bit bit of research on that one I've just got to put it out there. This is the first time we've done a Twitter space live in person with everybody in the same room. And it's a little disconcerting. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's, it's, it's different when you're doing it like from your office or your bedroom at home comparatively to doing it on the gold carpet at the PCM. But as we wait for Josh Ward to come in, I just want to invite people, if they've got a question, chuck it in the chat. We are more than happy to ask any questions uh, that we have. Just with the, the medium that we're using tonight, we can't get people on to ask um, these players questions because we just don't have that ability. But we do have the ability to ask them with a roving mic that we've got. So if you've got a question for Josh Ward, uh, after him we have Will Day. After him we have Sam Frost. So uh, if you've got a question for any of those guys, chuck them in the chat. Just make it specific to the player so that we know who you want us to ask the question to. And we will definitely ask it um, as soon as they're ready. Yeah, just touching base on the the different setting for us. There's no pajamas on there's no trackies there's no hoodies i think we've um we've all dressed up looking pretty sharp i might say and i think mora's winning because he's pulled out the circa 1996 logo tie that he's wearing uh said to me beforehand that he probably hasn't worn it since then uh classic looks a million bucks but um yeah Different type of space tonight, but just as fun, right? Absolutely. And I think tomorrow we're going to have to get a picture of that time. Would you be open to auctioning it off? I know that you don't have a, a microphone on you at the moment, but 
yeah, sure, if everyone wants that. But to be honest, I was, I was expecting a bit more uh, gold from you guys. I don't think people can hear you, actually. I've got airport. Okay, yeah. We're good. But yeah, we, we may have to auction that one off, Mara. Sorry about that. I know that it's very dear to your heart. I'm sure it'll get the $70,000 that Nick Dacos's uh, grand final top went for. But um, yeah, if anyone's a little bit too embarrassed, because I know that they'd love, love to buy it, just send me. We'll send out the photo, send through a couple of DMs, and um, yeah, we can start the the private auction rolling. Absolutely. I think uh, maybe not 70 grand, but 35 grand still pretty good, I reckon. So um, we're just watching and keeping an eye out for Josh, who's meant to be here five minutes ago. So uh, we're just padding some time out at the moment. As we do that, um, Daz, we had a um, couple of uh, pods come out during the week. One of them, I had a chat to... Uh, friend of the Hawks Insiders, Dylan Bolsh, uh, about Kalsha Deer. Um, pretty intriguing and interesting thoughts from, uh, from Dylan about the AFL attributes that, uh, that Deer has and, and where he might land uh, come draft and rookie draft type, type time. What are your thoughts on, on Kalsha Deer? Oh, I mean, it would just be such a... I'm all, I'm all for the romantic uh, uh, pickups in the, in, in the draft and... Um, you know, I, I'd love to love to build a list just full of Hawk supporters, full of father sons, full of people with brown and gold in their veins, and he fits the profile as well. We've been crying out for a big, big, big key position player, and if that one comes off and he fulfills his promise, well, that would be absolutely terrific and and wonderful for the Deer family who've gone through so much heartache over the past uh, few years. So, I, I, the romantic in me would absolutely love that to happen. We see, um, we chatted a little bit about also Ned McGuinness and uh, his uh, journey through this season. Um, we talked about how he probably got injured at the wrong time and it really impacted his, his draft stocks. Um, expectation is he, he probably goes around again and probably just misses out on being drafted by the Hawks. Um, would be nice though just to continue to add, like Daz said, those father-sons, those, those Hawks-supporting players that feel the same pain we feel, that feel the same jubilation we feel um, when, when they're able to don the, the brown and gold. Yeah, it's an interesting one because we've obviously missed out on a couple with, uh, with, uh, with Anderson and with uh, Alan as well getting drafted that we would have liked to have had on our, on our list. Um, obviously, Finn in the last 12 to 24 to 36 months has filled somewhat of a void. Um, you obviously mentioned deer, so we're stocking up. I've got to say, uh, the day before the grand final, I actually um, was at the AFL Entertainment Hub outside the MCG. Uh, Ethan and I had a photo with the replica Premiership Cup because it was being... Uh, it was get your photo taken with Luke Hodge. So I actually asked him about Cooper Um and, you know, he started with the playing coy. Well, he hasn't actually nominated anybody yet. Uh, and so we don't know. And I was like, come on, okay. Um, oh, sorry, clubs haven't nominated him yet. So I said, well, that's ridiculous. Both clubs are nominating wanting him, uh, telling you that they want him. So who's he going to want to play for? And he said, he's a genuine 50-50 
where he's at, where his heart's at at the moment. So um, he loves both clubs, he said. Uh, and I, I probably believe that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Brisbane go next season and whether that has any effect. But yeah, getting Deer in to come with, with Finn, not too sure about Ned. I mean, there is, you know, there are options without having to draft him to keep him involved and around and have an eye on him for 12 months' time. Um, Prinzi, there's talk that there might only be 50 or 60 live uh, selections in the draft. Obviously, you add all of your, your rookie your rookie picks and all the other um, ways you can get kids onto onto a list, but it, it means that it's actually probably pretty tough for him at this stage. No, spot on. Uh, I think he probably misses out in the national and rookie drafts. It's probably a case of going around again as a 19-year-old and uh, and seeing seeing how his 19-year-old season is. Just touching on Cooper Hodge while we're here, while we still wait for Josh Ward to join us. Um, Cooper can't be nominated yet by the Hawks in any way, shape or form, but he can be nominated by the Brisbane Lions to be part of their um, Northern Academy. So I think that's an interesting thing that he hasn't yet been put through the, the Brisbane Lions Academy. Um, he's, you know, 15, 16. They would, want to, would be wanting to make that call fairly soon if he's talented enough. So the longer that doesn't happen, the better that is for Hawthorne. So Hawks fans, if you're taking anything out of that conversation, I'd be taking out of it the fact that, you know, he hasn't spent any time in the Northern Academy of the Brisbane Lions and, and that leaves the door open for the Hawks to come in. Hawthorne Football Club, if you are listening to this space and we know that people do from the Hawks, jump on that open door and get in there and have a chat in Cooper's ear and get him to commit to the Hawks because every single person listening tonight and every Hawthorne fan that has a bit of investment in it is really, really keen to see the next generation of Hodges represent the brown and gold. Is that right, Dad? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, we are talking about a 15-year-old kid here who you don't want to heap too much pressure on him. I know he's the son of a champion, but there's still a long way to go. And who knows if he's at the level. Just You know, he just needs to enjoy playing footy now and that decision will, 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 will come soon enough. Um, of course, we all hope for the... For him to nominate Hawthorne, if, if that does happen, but you know we're talking about a a fifteen year old kid, so I don't think we should get too ahead of ourselves. What about Will McCabe though, Danny? And that's that's a real prospect for next year. And um, you know, in terms of uh, the the points that we need, how's that all going to work? Well, I think the beauty about Will McCabe is that his injury interrupted season um, means that he didn't have the opportunity. And I say that in inverted commas, to be able to really push his case about being a top 15 pick. But I think if he played the full season, he probably comes and costs us that sort of points value. So um, for him to be able to possibly drop into the 20s is fantastic for the Hawks. They can pick him up with their second round pick. It doesn't, give us, it doesn't put us in a points deficit. doesn't mean we need to take another pick from uh, later in the draft to be able to pick him up. So, um, you know, I think that's a really, really positive thing. I think that's as John Newcomb just walks past before he wins his first Peter Kremens medal tonight. Um, we've got Josh Ward coming, making his way slowly. Connor Nash is walking past us right now. So it's all starting to, to happen. Um, and yet he is big, Mara said. Everybody's big compared to you, Mara. Um, but you know, he's legitimately 200 centimetres tall, 198 centimetres. So um, back, onto, back onto Will McCabe, um, you know, his ability to uh, attack the contest, attack the footy, 
from centre half back. Um, run and and run and gun when he gets it. I think is what's most exciting about him. Let's make no mistake about it. He is going to take some time. He is like seventy five kilos, ringing wet. You know, this is a key position player that's going to take two years before he's ready to play consistent AFL footy. But the attributes, the AFL quality attributes that he does have, um, marking the ball at its highest point, um, taking big pack marks, his speed and agility for a guy who's one hundred ninety six centimeters is something that Hawks fans can get really excited about. And because he is 18, does and he's not 15, we're allowed to get excited about it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think he... Are you concerned at all by the way that he sort of finished that season? I think there was a bit of uh, concern there that he may have dropped out of that uh, sort of, uh, you know, that, that draft-picking order a bit. No, not in the slightest. And that's because, you know, he spent a considerable period of time in a moon boot. Uh, he visited the Hawks at Waverley Park or Bunjil Bagora in a moon boot. Um, he was injured in a, in a game and he, he missed a period, of, a fairly large period of time after the national championships. Whether or not that was a serious injury or just a, an injury that the Hawks were looking to maybe make a little bit more serious so that, um, you know, they could help him slide down the draft, um, that's yet to be determined. But, um, yeah, so I think, I think it's all positive as far as the Hawks are concerned. They'd want him to drop as far as they possibly can so that they can maybe potentially even get trade, trade in to the mid-teens to grab another first-round pick and exit the draft again with multiple first-round quality players. Um, I'm, I'm getting eyes from, from Andrew Weiss that Josh Ward is not far away. He's coming, he's coming in a minute. James Blanks walked past. He's wearing an evidence shirt. Um, Daz is happy. He's not, he's not wearing an evidence shirt. I think there's a player dress code tonight. They've got certain uh, tuxes that they need to wear with the Hawthorne uh, brown and gold. So... Oh, but you best believe, Weesey uh, and, and Princey, that I'm going to bail him up tonight and uh, talk to him about the upcoming game against Bournemouth that we'll probably lose in. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. A breaking fashion, so uh, uh, poor Blanky's going to have a, a bloody earful tonight, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's here to have fun days. He's not here to be depressed. So speaking about evidence, probably not on the agenda for him tonight. He wants to have a good night. Um, the Weesey's uh, the Weesey's hanging out for Josh Ward. He's walking in amongst the people, um, but we're still to have, we're still uh, waiting for him. We're supposed to have people, uh, a few people uh, in here tonight. What you can't see from where you guys are tucked up are, um, and we were told this might happen. Uh, they have all sort of way past the escalators, about a hundred meters down. All of the youngsters, they're just starting to bunch up together. So I can see C-Mac, I can see Max Ramsden. Uh, they're all just sort of hanging out. Um, well, I think uh, this could be a spanner in the works. I, I see Will Day walking this way. So it might just be, by the looks of things, that we're going to get Will on shortly. Um, so, yeah, he, here he comes. Uh, all, all good. Will, Hello. how are you? Hello. Good. Well, live at the moment. Welcome uh, back for the first time in, in person to Hawks Insiders. Yeah, yeah, it's good to finally uh, be in person, so it's good. Yeah, so we've had a few of these, obviously, uh, on screen. Uh, nice to be standing next to you. How are you feeling uh, he- heading in and coming into this evening? Yeah, it should be a good night. Um, I think it'll be a pretty interesting town. It should be... Um, pretty close up the top so it should be exciting what are you expecting for yourself personally top five top three uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just playing it down <laughs> oh, I think 
yeah, as I said, it'll be close. So I think you know, from the top five will be right up there, so it should be good. Who do you think will be around you in the top five? Well, I think I think Nuke is probably coming in as the favourite. Um, Warps has just had a very consistent year. Um, and then obviously Sis has some massive games that he'll be getting max votes in. So, And then I've got Nashi coming in top five as well. So. I think, I think that's a good shout, actually. Um, now, we've had a few chats with you this year. I think this is the fourth. Um, your aim at the start of the year was to make the All-Australian Top 40. And when you reflect back on your season, what, is that, what does it look like for you? And does it help you reset your goals for next year? Yeah, I guess in the end, I obviously didn't reach my goal. But I think if I didn't set it that high, I probably wouldn't have come as close. So, yeah, I'm... Um, was happy with how the year went. I was, I was just more happy to be able to play all the games I was available for, obviously barring the suspension. But, yeah, that's all that I was hoping for and I was just glad I could have some continuity and consistency. So, follow-up to that, you told us earlier this year that Tom Mitchell was close to you and, and mentored you early days. Seeing him lift the Premiership Cup on the, the weekend just go on, what does that do for you as a youngster building with the young list and did you touch base with him after his premiership win and what did he say? Yeah, yeah, sent him a text. Um, he's actually going to be over in America when we are so we'll hope to link up with him but yeah, it's cool because he's one of the most hard-working um, players I have seen so in the text I sent him that's sort of what I said like the hard work does pay off. The, he's had a bit of a journey obviously had some big highs but also a few lows obviously losing grand final in Sydney as well. So, um, yeah, it gives us motivation and to have someone like that, you see it happen. Um, it's exciting for us. Uh, we've just seen uh, Jacob Kaczynski walk past. It's obviously, it's a trade period, so there's a lot of talk and rumours. Do you guys keep up with it or, um, you know, is it, is it something you're going to be a, a discussion at the tables tonight? Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty up to date with everything that's going on. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, we're all mates first, really, so it's not going to change anything at all. And um, if he thinks that's the best option for him, then he's got our support, really. So um, we'll have a good night with him tonight and, yeah, get around him. By the same token, there's a couple of people who are slated to come to Hawthorne over this off-season. Do you touch base with them in advance or do you only wait till they're through the doors before you speak to them? Um, yeah, I guess if an opportunity arises, I'll... Um, touch base, but I'm not going to go out of my way, um, especially early stages, but if it is sort of looking likely or if um, we do need a little nudge, then a few of the players will reach out and sort of just show the culture we have, which is a big strength of ours, I think, so yeah, it's a good thing to show them. Uh, well, there are more than just the Peter Crimmins Medal Award up tonight. Uh, who have you got taking home a really prestigious award for the best club member? Yeah, I think... I'd probably have Luke Bruce. Um, he's just one around the club that obviously being one of the older ones, but the way he's connected to the younger group and um, he's just such a switched on bloke and he's one that all of us look up to really, so I'd probably have him. All right, so just a couple of very, very quick one word, uh, one or two word answers because we see Wardy waiting to take your spot. Um, the most improved player of the year? Uh, Nashi. Most courageous. Maury. Best dressed. Uh, I'll go Max Lynch. Who spent 
the most time in the mirror before coming here tonight? Uh, it's a tie between Jack Scrimshaw and CJ. Amazing. Yeah. Will, thank you so much for your time. Good luck tonight uh, and for all the support Cheers, this year as well. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, mate. So that was Will Day and um, luckily enough for everyone listening online, we've got another Hawks gun that has come to join us, Josh Ward, straight into the Hawks Insiders Cauldron. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you feeling coming here, uh, coming into this evening? It's, it's always uh, an enjoyable night where we get to celebrate all of your yours and your teammates and the club's hard work. Yeah, exciting. It's always a good way to cap off the year. and. Um, it's good to see everyone. I haven't seen everyone in the same room for a few weeks, so yeah, good to be here. What's it like for everyone that is listening? I mean, everyone listening are Hawks fans, like hardcore Hawks fans, which was nuppies. you a few, not like yeah, absolute yeah. nuppies. Yeah, yeah, you a couple of years yeah. ago. Just, just give us an idea of what it's like to actually be living the dream. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, every time you go into the go into the building and I see the Hawks logo everywhere and like wearing the gear and especially running out in the brown and gold like it's an incredible feeling and um, yeah I'm pretty pretty fortunate to play for the club I grew up absolutely loving. Now Josh you played 16 games this year after 14 in your debut season when you stack them side by side how do you compare them and I guess when you review your season what were your thoughts? Yeah I think this season was definitely a step up I felt like I was a better player in most aspects of my game. Um, obviously, a bit disappointing not to play as many games as I would have wanted. Obviously, I want to play every game, but I um, actually followed a pretty similar sort of pathway to last season in that started okay, got injured, and then came back and felt like I was able to put some good games together towards the end of the year. Um, but yeah, hopefully moving on to bigger and better things next year. Um, Josh, I've got a fan question here from someone called Teal Wade. So I don't know if Will's got his uh, Hawks inside his pseudonym, but um, he wants to know what position do you see yourself play in your prime, on the wing or on the inside? Yeah, definitely on the inside, I feel like, is where I'd play my best footy moving forward. Um, so I feel like I'll be able to match it in there with my contest work and then use my strengths on the outside to get contest to contest and uh, use my ball use as well. So that's where I see myself in the future. So just on that, obviously through the second half of the season, there was a concerted effort to play you on the wing, play you on the outside, and um, a, a lot of run um, probably a little less contested than, than if you were in, in the middle. Um, how do you think that's put you in, in terms of in good stead for future wanting to play in the middle? Uh, I don't think it's held me back. Really, I think that was more about just getting some consistent footy and a consistent position going forward. So, uh, well, for the rest of this year. Um, but then, looking forward, I'm yeah, going to have a full preseason on the inside, and uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, next year will be a bit different. There's the scoop, Prinzi, full preseason on the inside. There we go. A la Will Day. Yeah, and looking back at your first two years, they're very comparable to Essen and Zach Merritt in terms of possessions, position, all that sort of stuff. We've seen him transition into one of the game's premier midfielders. Do you look at somebody like that, similar playing styles, that sort of thing, and go, that's somebody I can emulate, other than the Essendon part? <laughs> yeah, definitely other than the Essendon part. Um, yeah, I think in some ways, like I love, love the way he plays and his you know, ball use and um, the ways able to yeah, 
play inside, but also use the ball on the outside. So I think in that regard, yes, but I think in the end we have different players and have different strengths as well. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting comparison, though. What are you going to do then specifically to get into the inside midfield? What are you going to work on in this offseason? Uh, there's no one thing. I think it's getting better at a lot of different aspects of my game, but if you want me to give you one, it'll be just my stoppage work and um, sort of reading the ball and knowing where the ball's going to land and where the rut's going to hit it. Um, yeah, just practicing, getting more comfortable around the stoppage. And, yeah. All right, so we're really grateful for your time. I know you probably want to uh, mingle with some of your teammates. So just a couple of uh, quick quick one-liners from you. Yeah. Um, who's going to win the PCM tonight? I'll go John Newcomb. Best clubman? You can nominate yourself. Maxi Lynch. Uh, most improved? improved. Most improved, I'd say Daisy. I think he's been good. Best winger that's not Carl Amon? This is uh, where you say you. Well, I'm not going to classify myself as just nice. nice. So I'll say Harry Morrison. Beautiful. Um, player that is that you know or is most likely to have brought their mum as opposed to a date? Uh, Emma Kenzie's single, I think, so I'll say Looks yeah. like one of those guys. <laughs> and who would have spent the most time in the mirror getting themselves ready for tonight? Uh, Seema. Yeah. All right, one more, one more. If you're Mark McKenzie, which Hawthorne player are you giving the Aaron Norton contract to? Aaron Norton contract. No, eight years, sign him up now. Yeah, Nuke, definitely. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, Josh. Hey, thanks, thanks very much for your time. Much appreciated and Sorry enjoy that. the night. Not at all. So there we go, everyone. Uh, I'll tell you what. Mike, just watching his face as he talks about his love for this football club. Uh, you can't help but be excited about that. It was similar to um, Quincy's face when he said he was going to go inside and spend a season inside. I can tell you that now. I think I think all of us were uh, a bit excited there. Yeah, I needed some sort of fan or something just to cool me down after that comment. That was uh, that was exciting. I mean, I think that's what we hope for for um, Josh Ward, right? But the first couple of years, we know Sammy likes to give these players different strings to their bow. We saw it with Cam McKenzie playing off a halfback flank. We saw it with Josh Ward playing on a wing. But it's really making these players more versatile because if you look at the the three-peat Hawks, um, they had players that could rotate in and out of that midfield. Whether they needed injection of class, they had they could put Bergwijn through it. They could put Paul Pelopolo through it. They could put, um, you know, Sue Rioli through there. Um, they had multiple options to be out. John, uh, Jared Ruffhead was another one just when they needed a chop out. And that's what he's, Mitchell's trying to create with these horses, these young guys. They've got to have more than just a one wood. They've got to have a two and a three as well. So uh, it's exciting to see that too. I tell you, there's some, um, you know, obviously we see, uh, or you've been brought up the Jack Merritt comparison, but there's some shades of Jordan Lewis for me in, uh, in, in, in Wardy and uh, especially him going into, uh, in, into an inside mid-roll. I think he's... All right, guys. Uh, what we have coming in shortly... Uh, he's actually just been stopped for a few photos, uh, but we've got uh, our Brownlow hero, superstar Sam Frost in the building. Frosty, thanks very much for joining Hawks Insiders. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, maybe since I've mentioned it, boys, we start we start with that. 
uh, Brownlow votes round three. How good? Uh, I thought I, I just I just conceded I was never getting votes, so it was uh, yeah, big moment for me. For sure. Don't undersell yourself. Top five at the Hawks in, in Brownlow votes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it's big news. It's big. I was out to dinner, so I missed it, which was good. Um, no, it was a bit, a bit of a laugh. I didn't expect to get any votes, so yeah, pretty cool. Well, there's usually there's usually an award at the PCM, isn't there, for most Brownlow votes that. They should be giving out a uh, top five, we reckon. Yeah, do a top five with speeches, I reckon. It'd be good. Your phone must have blown up. You, must, you wouldn't have had any idea what was going on. <laughs> I don't have that many friends. I think it was just <laughs> mum, mum and dad I heard from, to be honest. Um, uh, a couple of mates sent something through, but yeah, we were, we were out to dinner. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really, didn't really realise what was going on until a bit later. All right, Frosty, um, on to a couple of pre-prepared questions. Um, we've got lots and lots of nuffies list Hawk, Hawk fans like the, the diehards listening. Um, is, it, is this live? This it's is live. absolutely live. We're on Twitter spaces at the moment or X spaces. Um, I'm sure you're aware, right? You're an absolutely polarising player. What does frostball, what does the term frostball mean to you? Uh, I think at the heart of it is it's uh, lack of predictability. It's uh, explosive and no one really knows what's about to happen next, including me. Um, usually a bit of a bit of speed off half back involved, but yeah, I think it's mostly about how no one knows what's about to happen. Okay, so before I pass to the boys, was there was was there a directive given to you this year to handball it to someone nearby as opposed to if you're not sure, don't kick it? I wouldn't call it a directive. I wasn't I wasn't uh, kicking the ball all that well. Uh, Partly just because I wasn't kicking the ball that well, but I had a bit of a sore foot through the year. So yeah, once it once that kind of crept into my game, then it just became a, a better option to give it off to one of the better users. So I want to piggyback off the frostball comment. Josh Weddle, very highly rated young player of the Hawks, is he your Padawan? Because there's a fair bit of frostball about the way that Josh Josh Weddle plays. I, I wish I could say yes. I, I haven't I haven't had anything to do with that, but that he's like prime early days of frostball. He does it he does it better than I ever did it. So I'm happy I'm happy to hand the baton over, save my legs a little bit and let him do all the running. But yeah, he's he's so exciting to watch off half back and that's kinda yeah, he's, he's probably a little bit more predictable than me, but in a in a very positive way. Uh Frosty, you played eighteen out of twenty three games this year. What do you put that durability down to? I think last year was probably twelve or so games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Probably started a few years back when I was at Melbourne, actually trying to make physical durability and resilience a bit of a, a bit of a strength of mine, and I find it to be a little bit of a mentality thing. So if you kind of if you get that in your head and you make sure you're, you're on the track all the time training, and so I struggled with that last year, hurting my knee a little bit, and then probably battled a little bit this year with a sore foot. Um, but yeah, if you if you have in your mentality that you want to be out there every session and every game, you kind of you find a way to do it. Frosty, uh, last year. Uh, uh, bit of a light was shone on yourself and Maury for all of the stuff that you do off the field. Um, we haven't heard that much about it this season. What have you been up to from an off-field point of view, a community point of view, through 23? Uh, you might have to tune in. We'll be we'll be talking about that again tonight, which is exciting. Um, yeah, we've been sitting on the on the board of the Hawks Community Foundation again this year. Um, yeah, and the club, thanks to a lot of uh, most of most of the hard work is done by other people, and we we just share what we're doing to. For our fans and members and family members and that sort of stuff, to so they know what's going on as well. But yeah, we've we've been pretty busy. We've been doing a lot of good stuff. So you'll hear about that tonight. 
yeah, I think the, the foundation stuff's pretty amazing. And in the recent um, member survey that went out to everyone, I think there were quite a few good questions about that. So doing certainly doing some more stuff to, to shine the light on it is pretty important because you guys do amazing stuff. Yeah, just going on to, I guess, being an elder statesman at this club with a really young list, what does that mean for you in your day-to-day when you're at the footy club and week-to-week? Is there a really, I guess, purposeful leadership role that you take on or is it just a by-the-by kind of thing? Um, it's probably more purposeful than not, if that makes sense. Uh, I think just learning how to deal with younger guys differently to how I would deal with guys around my own age um, and, and adapting to the dynamics of the, of the group. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of purpose and actually a lot of learning that goes into that. I get it wrong a lot. Um, but, yeah, I think just learning how to get the best out of each individual rather than having, like, a blanket, yeah, I'll tell you how it's done and you do it. Um, yeah, really kind of learning learning what makes each guy tick as best I can and, uh, yeah, helping them to, to reach their potential. Uh, Fossi, you did some incredible lockdown jobs uh, this year as a, as a defender. What's the focus going into pre-season? Is it sort of that one-on-one defending role? Is it, is it a bit of a change approach for next year? Yeah, uh, hard to say, to be honest. Uh, my guess would be it'll be mostly mostly sort of lockdown stuff. I think when we get when we get Sis freed up to, to use his weapons like you've seen throughout the year, uh, that's that's what's best for the team. Um, I enjoy the lockdown roles. Obviously, I'd like to have a little bit more impact on the offensive side of the game, but if that's not to be, that doesn't doesn't bother me at all. So yeah, probably some lockdown roles and, and hopefully some intercept marking and rebounding stuff as well. A couple more, Frosty. Frosty, um, James Blank joined the club kind of in a bit of a whirlwind mid-season, and then you see he's been there for a couple of seasons now, and we don't really sort of know much about him, and you probably work with him closer than most. Give us an insight into him as a person and as a player. He's a great guy. He's really, he's really sort of quiet and, and low-key and down-to-earth off-field. Really, really nice young character. Um, on-field, he's, he's brutal. He, he'll bash his opponent more than most other guys out there. Really has a crack. I love playing with him. And I think about where I was at in the amount of games he's played, he's so far ahead of where I was. So he's, he's going to be a really strong lockdown defender for a long time, in my, in my opinion. Um, yeah, he's a really physical guy. Loves that kind of... 1v1, will fight his opponent all day. Um, he's got a lot to offer. And again, someone who can help free up our offensive weapons in the back line. Frosty, really grateful for your time. A couple of really quick ones just to finish off. Uh, top three on the leaderboard for the PCM tonight. I'm going Sicily, Warple, Newcomb. Wait, is there defenders union votes in that? or? <laughs> uh, I've got to pick a back line guy. Yeah, no, nah, Sis, Sis takes it out, and I reckon I reckon Warple just, just gets Newcomb. Uh, most improved player at the club? Ooh. I haven't thought about any of this. Uh, most of the, uh, Weddle. Who's going to be BOG at the after party? Ooh. Why is it Max Lynch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I, well, he, he's retired, so I don't know if I can. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. count. Uh, no. no. CJ, CJ would be good. Hopefully he gets on the decks and, and spins a few tunes. He'll be good value to know. Awesome. Frosty, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Much appreciated. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the night, mate. That was Sam Frost.
that was Sam Frost's car from Josh Moore. Um, it's getting rowdy in here, it's getting loud. Um, we will start to wrap it up. Uh, but, Dad, before we do wrap it up, your thoughts on, on, I guess, what we just heard from those guys and what they're looking forward to going into next year. Getting pretty loud in here, I have to say. Um, I'm actually just looking forward to uh, getting getting open and getting a, a drink. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just great to hear from, from the players and everyone's in good spirits. Uh, you know, obviously the, uh, the Josh Ward inside mid-pre-season makes me very excited and I think a few, uh, a few, a few people will latch on to that, to that quote. But, um, yeah, good to see also Foskey's... Um, going to tackle that, the, the, you know, that lockdown defender role because I think that's where he plays his best footing, to be honest, when he's not um, doing the hard in now stuff. So very much looking forward to the night ahead. We see before we wrap it up, uh, your, your key takeaways from, from those conversations. And look, before you do start, um, we're really, 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 really blessed to be able to work with the club, to be able to be here tonight to ask these questions. Yeah, huge shout-out to Jake Keating especially, uh, Matt, the whole comms teams. Uh, we've built up a really good relationship with them. We're grateful for everything that they do to help us throughout the year um, with players, with quotes for articles, with support, uh, conversations down at Waverley, you know, and, and to top that off tonight, to be able to come here and, and get this sort of access, we're really grateful. Um, and, you know, it, it helps cap off uh, an incredible, uh, incredibly hard, hard working year for the Insiders. I think the other, I mean, the thing for me, you know, like I'm always one of Frosty's biggest detractors, right? And you're standing next to him and he's just a human being, right? Like we all get so emotional and we get so worked up and you go on this roller coaster as a fan. But, you know, these guys are doing what they love. These guys are trying their best, putting everything out there. And it's a good it's a good kind of time to reflect on the fact that these are just guys doing what we all dream of being pro athletes, right? And, and giving their best to the club and all three of them. I mean, what Sean is that they love this football club. So, you know, it's, it's great to be part of. Well, I've always been on Team Frost and I think he's actually going to play a really key role next year. Um, as, as that sort of lockdown defender, who needs Ben McKay? We've got, we've got Frost for in the back line and yeah, I was, logistically I'm amazed that we pulled this off tonight. It's a bit of a bizarre spectacle of three of us standing around in some airpods looking like we're talking on the phone. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. It's, it's, it's been a blast and I hope you've enjoyed the coverage. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, it is getting way too loud for us to actually hear anything. Um, but yeah, keep your eye out on the website. Um, and for the live stream, uh, you might even see us. Um, but we want to thank the Hawks for, for allowing us to be a part of this. Jump onto the live stream, watch the rest of the night. Um, go from Hawks Insiders to Hawthorne Footy Club. It's a partnership made in heaven. And, uh, yeah, we really thank you for jumping on tonight, for listening to us, and for, uh, for supporting the Hawks Insiders. Uh, we'll be back with plenty more content over the course of the week. For now... We are going to go inside, think a few cold ones and enjoy our night and we hope you do too. Cheers guys. This was another Hawks Insiders production. Make sure to subscribe to our Substack for wall-to-wall Hawthorne Woody Club coverage.